Looks like somebody's getting their Monday fix at Jeremiah Wonders, huh? Oh, coming back for some more, eh? I'm excited about this episode today, guys. Got my pal Andrew Santino on the show. We had a good time talking about, man, a lot of stuff. Comedy, doing a lot of bits. He shared some great stories, working with Jim Carrey, working on Showtime's I'm Dying Up Here. Stand up, more. It's a good episode. It's fun. He's so fun to riff with. He's been a he's been a buddy for for years. So I was uh, I was happy that we were able to do the show together. We're actually in Vegas right now. Uh, I'm actually driving back from Vegas as you're listening to this. Yeah, spent the week uh, Wednesday through Sunday doing shows with uh, Andrew Santino and my pal Sandro Yocalano. We had a great time, but grateful to be going home back to Los Angeles. The weekend before that, I was out in New York for Skankfest, and that was freaking wild. If you haven't seen the video yet of Tony Hinchcliffe singing Toxicity by System of a Down, he and I sing it together. And in this clip that I posted on my Instagram, he also posted the clip. It's pure magic, guys. So fun. Also, uh, earlier in the week, celebrated the four-year anniversary of the goddamn Comedy Jam. So I want to Give a shout out to my pal Josh Adam Myers. Congratulate him and everybody involved with the show. It's uh, been working. I've uh, you know all my buds working on that show for all those years. Been really fun. It was a great show. Adam Ray brought out Jaleel White and they sang the Family Matters theme song together. Come on, what? Are you kidding me? Did he just do that? He did. Yeah, it was pretty epic. Go to jeremiahwonders.com if you are interested in uh, making a donation to the show. There's a PayPal link on uh, the website. Or if uh, you want to sponsor the show, I'm looking for some new sponsors for the show. Email your boy, jeremiahwatkins, at gmail.com. That's right. Have you reviewed the show recently on iTunes? Huh? Why don't you go give your boy five stars, huh? I know. You might not have done it. If you're newer to the show, go ahead, go to iTunes, give me those ratings. It helps me out, man. It helps your boy out. Okay, babe? Let's get into the kindness challenge. Every week, I challenge you guys, the audience, and myself to do something nice for a stranger or somebody that you may know that you may not have already uh, been thinking to do. do. Do something kind for them. And I got a, another letter from somebody that I want to read to you guys today. And I'm also going to play some music underneath because, uh, uh, you know, I've encouraged you guys to submit music to your boy Jeremiah Watkins at gmail.com and I will uh, plug your stuff because uh, I want to support artists and musicians uh, as well on this show and uh, different cool people who are supporting uh, supporting me. So uh, I don't know what this guy sounds like who's writing me this letter. I don't know what he looks like, but I start to wonder what would it sound like if I uh, did the voice as I read his letter. And the song that you're about to hear is by Lioness. It's L-I-O-K-N-E-S-S. And the song is called Washed Up Dreamer. Here we go. Hey, Jeremiah. So I work late nights delivering weed, a.k.a. that ganj, a.k.a. that sticky, icky, green, green, a.k.a. that jazz cabbage. And the other night as I was running into a 24-hour grocery store to use a bathroom, 
and this little old lady asked me if she could borrow my phone to make a call, I almost said no, because I was in a hurry to use the facilities. I was about to shit my pants, to be honest. But I felt the need to help this lady not only because she reminded me so much of my own grandmother, but she, she was suffering from pretty obvious back disability. So I let her use my phone to call for a ride, but apparently the ride service that provides the elderly with transportation was down that day. So then I offered to give her a ride since I had no deliveries at the moment. And she was immediately thankful and offered to buy my groceries or give me a gas money. But I respectfully denied. I told her I just needed to use the restroom and that I would be right back for her. So I ended up driving her home, which was about like five miles away, so a decent little drive. And upon arrival, I again respectfully denied her money. I wasn't looking to get anything out of this situation, just helping her get home safely was enough. Hope this small act of kindness can inspire someone out there. Pass it on. Much love. Josue. Pronounced Josue. LOLs. Thank you, Josue. Very cool of you to uh, to help an elderly woman out. That's cool. Uh, you can uh, you can say what's up to Josue at it me Josue J O S U E on Instagram. Thanks, buddy, for writing in, uh, that letter. That's super cool of you. See what I mean? It can be something as nice as giving somebody a ride. You know, she wasn't clearly wasn't a dangerous person. He didn't have any threat to him, so he just was helping out an old lady. I love it, dude. Freaking love it. Keep paying that kindness forward, guys. I promise you, man. I promise you, dudes. Dudettes. You do something nice for somebody else, it'll come right back to you. Yeah. I want to let you guys know where I'm going to be for some upcoming tour dates. And we will start this freaking podcast. Thursday, July 26th. Stand up on the spot with Jeremiah Watkins. Was invited to Just for Laughs in Montreal. Come see that show on Thursday. It's a free outside show. Lineup to be announced very soon. Very excited about that. And then come see me do some stand-up or uh, some of the Kill Tony shows in Cleveland, Indiana, Lexington, Kentucky, and Nashville, Tennessee. Coming up, check TonyHinchcliffe.com for the exact tour dates. And then Wednesday, August 15th, Reagan Watkins is headlining the rec room in Huntington Beach. And we're bringing Joel Berg to do some stand-up and drum. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure our friend Malcolm is going to be there as well. So get tickets for that. That's going to be a blast, guys. Sunday, August 19th, Reagan and Watkins is headlining in Phoenix, Arizona. Yo, what up, Phoenix? Sunday, August 19th. Definitely come to that. That's going to be a rager. There's going to be some local Phoenix comics with that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show, supporting me, supporting this show. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, I've been on the road lately. It's been insane. It's been really, really difficult to get episodes done. Uh, I actually recorded this episode while I was in Vegas. So uh, it's a little bit different, but uh, it's the same great show. And Santino is a, a great guest. And without further ado, please welcome my pal, Andrew Santino on Jeremiah Wonders. We're in Vegas, baby. Vegas. 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 Greatest city in Nevada. That's what they say. That's what they always say. I don't Greatest know. Greatest city in Nevada. Reno, close second. Tahoe, 
third. Mm-hmm. Vegas is number one. Maybe um, Prim. Prim's probably number Prim. one. Prim. Prim and yeah. proper. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Prim, Nevada, baby. Prim. That's where it's a destination for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, God. They yeah. get their the paycheck. final destination. That's where they go to die. <laughs> yep. Prim. In car accidents. Yeah. <laughs> it's a major car Just accident pulls town. right through the eyes. <laughs> That's how I want my death to be. Yeah. I want to go out to Prim and die on that roller coaster. Just sudden and uh, me knowing that it's about to happen, you know? Yeah. Do you want to die, die in your sleep or be awake? Hmm. I want to be awake so bad. I think I'd want to be awake. I, I mean, I think everybody kind of wants that moment where they're like, it's time for me to yeah. go. I'm, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like want to be in my sleep. Because I have so many weird nightmares already. So I, I would have one of those like inception deaths where it's like I kept dying over and over in my oh. sleep. That's what I would think. I want to know it. I want to see it and go, here it is. I want to know it. Yeah. I want to know it and feel it. And I want to look at someone right before I die, especially if it's a stranger. And go, you did this. And then die. I mean, <laughs> I feel like like I see all those movies where like somebody's like pointing a gun at somebody. Yeah. They're like, do it. And then they're like they put their their like, right I feel like I middle. would be the guy to be like, do it. And they're like, all right. <laughs> they're like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. No, I, I that's wait, so- wait, wait. That's your last face yeah. before you <laughs> Oh dude. Yeah, like I thought he was like really cool, but like he turned out he was just a huge pussy. Yeah, right as a pussy, end. dude. Right at I'm the glad end. they killed him. Yeah, man. The, that face that he made right before he... <laughs> <laughs> That's such a... <laughs> like when someone's about to get hit with, an, with like a football or something, they always, it's like... they always wince just a little. Yeah, the it's the funniest like, looking face. Someone goes, heads up. <laughs> and then you see their face like wave, like yeah. that wave splatter when he gets yep. hit. Oh, I love that. That's one of my favorite things to see. Someone get hit with a... With an object in the head. Uh, I follow this uh, this uh, kids this getting page hurt. On- yep, I love kids getting hurt, dude. Dude, I'm, it's one of it, literally it's one of my favorite Instagram pages. Kids getting hurt is it's every day. So funny. It makes me smile in the morning. It is so funny, it, especially because there's like a um, there's like a big uh, trend of, of people with those big medicine balls. What are the what, like Bosu balls? Yeah, yeah, and they just are smoking kids in the face. Yes, I love it. <sighs> I love when you hear the slow-mo kick in on an iPhone. You know, it's like full speed, and then it's like... And you just watch the ball just snap their neck. Oh, my God. That literally makes my day. Kids getting hurt and um, uh, 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 Fail Army. I like Fail Army. Fail Army's good. Yeah, they're good. I like it. Yeah, but it's almost like too compilation-y. Like, kids getting hurt is better because it's longer videos of kids getting hurt. Yeah. Fail Army's like, boom, boom, death, die, flip, kill. Like, yeah, sometimes I get over the that. kids getting hurt. It's organic. It's, it's fun. nice, and they don't, and nothing really bad happens. It's no. always like funny hurt. Yeah, it's not like they're bleeding out of their yeah. face or anything. But that is another page. That's a separate kids page. bleeding out of their kids faces, bleeding out of their face. <laughs> now that page. Huh, I highly recommend. I highly recommend. <laughs> you want your Monday started on a positive foot? Kids bleeding out of the face hole. <laughs> out of the face hole. Kids bleeding out of the face hole, just yeah. gushing blood. <laughs> I can see the icon. I can see the avatar. But just like bleeding out. The meme yeah. is like, Mom, help. <laughs> and the other <laughs> the other side is, Pushy. Mom, help. Pushy. Bleed it out like a kid. Come on. It's like an old school barber in here. You got to let the blood out. Let the blood out. Sorry, I nicked your face. You're cutting my hair. Can you imagine going to a barber like back in the day and be like, all right, here's your bloodletting for the week. Yeah. And just like be like, oh, yeah, I got to get the badness out of my body. That's the weirdest thing in the world to me. That's so like how, how like how did people think for so long that was a good thing? Because like, dude, we 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 love snake oil salesmen. Like um like, 
hu- humanity loves to be convinced that something is going to change them. And so we just buy into it. We buy into shit all the time. Like d- diets, everybody diets, but like diets are all a scam too. Oh, dude. It's, my, it's all a big scam. My, <laughs> I guess there's this, uh, this, this family secret story, uh, but within my family the for Watkins years. Secret the Watkins family secret story. family the story. The book opens. <laughs> Page number 295. <laughs> the Whoa. diet cookie scam. Is there a diet cookie? <laughs> what? Dude, so my dad and I, I think my dad like, some the so the, so the story so, goes. So the tale goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got trapped in one of those things where it's like uh he got convinced that this was going to be the next big fad oh yeah and he bought a crap ton of those diet cookies oh my god and uh i guess my grandma had to like uh help him uh help him out of the this financial situation the scam that like, he did got he in. buy him pyramid scheme to also sell or just yeah, for he was gonna oh. resell them and then people yeah. were like yeah i don't want that and yeah nobody like, wants what? it and my dad's always been a salesman. He's like, I can sell anything. <laughs> and not diet cookies. <laughs> no, you can't sell diet cookies. Yeah. I can sell anything, asterisk, except, except diet, diet cookies. cookies. That is my kryptonite, diet cookies. Dude, they, 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 well, that also, those pyramid scheme things are just awful. Like, they're oh, so, yeah. Like, my, like the Bernie Madoff stuff and everything oh, that happened dude, with that. Just tricking people into like, but Believing you're preying you. on their dreams, right? Predatory because, because you're trying. They're trying to get out of financial ruin or something in their life that's yeah. not obviously going well. So they're turning to something like diet cookies. Yeah, because well, because they think it's like this a, quick is a quick get out, a quick solution. Yeah, yeah. that's like um, our government should abolish. Uh, if you're watching, uh, government. They should abolish predatory loans. I think that's like the worst thing we've ever introduced in our society. You know what that is? Like check cashing places. Oh, check yeah. advance. Yeah, predatory loans are disgusting. They essentially just take people of lower status of income because they need money because they're broke, mm-hmm. and they go, "We'll cash your check early, your your paycheck from your job, and we'll take a huge percentage of it." Yep. And then these and people, people are end so up desperate. owing more money than they ever had. And it's totally legal. I think that's so that's so disgusting. That's like what a rich man's puppet game being like, I'll give you some money, but we're gonna make a lot more off of you. Yeah. It's so well, so it's the messed same up. thing with uh with credit cards. That's how people accrue so much debt is uh like perfect example, whenever I, I moved out here, I had zero credit. Yeah. I got a credit card, and yeah. whenever I started racking up my credit card, they started being like you qualify for, for more, more money. money. And yeah, I'm just like, insane. wait, what? I qualify for more? I haven't paid this off yet. I don't yet. have any money. Yeah, I don't have any. But, but you can you, have more. You can have more. Uh, I mean, that doesn't sound right, but I guess I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. What's my limit now? 800 grand. Awesome. <laughs> what? What do, I, what do I make it here? $5,000. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm good. How do I pay this off again? <laughs> don't worry about that now. We got You'll you. will be fine. We got you for yeah, life. Yeah, I think, I think credit cards credit cards are like... Uh, that to, like that my dad always rags on credit cards because my father's only had one credit card my whole like you know how people have like seven credit cards my dad only had one I only have one because of my dad yeah he's like you don't need more than one he's like you can acquire good credit off of one credit card and paying bills the right way because too many people I knew got four or five credit cards especially college kids they give them out to college kids I think that's the meanest thing in the world they go on college campuses they're like hey man you sign up you get airline miles you guys fly with your friends to Cabo for spring break <laughs> this table's way cooler than the marine table over there <laughs> <laughs> I want free money what yeah. is this it's such a mean I don't like, want to do push ups I want credit cards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the Marines are like, we also offer credit cards. It's uh, it's a slightly different program. The rewards are not as high, but you will be serving your country. You will be serving your country. Get out of here. 
<laughs> I think that's so mean. I never had a credit card in high school. I mean, in college because of that. I never got one. Hey, man, I can do 20 pull-ups. Get out of my face. Yeah. I want the free money. But I can do 50 pull-ups. Uh, Still. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't get one. I never had... I never had a credit card. I never. I was lucky that I never acquired debt, uh, like at a young age, and had to pay for it afterwards. Other than like school debt, school loan, but that's not. Yeah, that's not like you know. That's not the same thing. That's not like I know kids in in college that just had credit cards and they spent you know five thousand dollars on their credit card. Twenty one year old kid, and they just never could pay it ever ever ever. And yeah, it just it's impossible. More and more and more interest in debt. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, that's insane. It's how I feel when I see people in, here in Vegas. Breaks my heart. You know well, the, the desperation. It, it, oh my some god! People, like, it's hoping the saddest to, like, thing. Hit. I, I always think the crazy thing about Vegas is you see people spending like absurd amounts of money. And this is not. I'm not being a jerk, but like people are making like fifty thousand a year, and they're here and they spend five thousand dollars. That's so much money. You're like, dude, that's a ten percent of your whole everything that you, you have. Everything. <laughs> like I but you see it all the time. I feel I'm, it breaks my heart that I'm like, why did someone trick you thinking that's an okay thing to do? It's so weird. I, I don't I don't understand it. People think like you can come out to Vegas, you can legitimately make hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's like dude, no one, no it never, ever. They've seen one too many of those Vegas movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well no, obviously I didn't watch uh, Vegas Vacation where he literally loses everything is probably the most accurate version of anything. Yeah. Where he like puts a lean on his house. <laughs> he like loses everything. That movie to me is Vegas. But then for real. they all they all get cars at the end. Yeah. Right? I know, yeah. That's, I know. But that's just the that's just like the, the ha ha bit. Well, yeah. Rusty got the cars. Right. Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Probably one of my favorite Rusties. Yeah. 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 Him and the kid from um Christmas Vacation. Just because I like that kid for some reason. He was kinda like round and pudgy and that that scene where he's in the department store, I think he's at like Marshall. No, he's at, yeah, he's at Marshall Fields or something. And that girl's slipped in up her skirt, and she's like, "Well, you can't even see the panty line." And he's like, "You can't see the line, can you, Russ?" He's like, "No, Dad." And then he realizes that Russ has been standing right next to him. That's like, just, <laughs> I, that whole movie to me is like what I miss about comedy and film. I think it was so, it's that I, that was like one of my favorite favorite times of comedy. Oh, so good. Oh my God. Well, Chevy was so I was great so jokes funny. mixed with great. I, I miss uh, a lot of like silly visual gags. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of Pratt sight gag anymore. Like, uh, I mean, this is an extreme version of it, but like, like the Naked Gun movies. Mm. Like, if you look how many jokes per minute. Oh, it's insane! It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's rocket fire. How much writing and like how much precision went into every single shot. Every shot is funny. Yeah. Well, now it's more like, now it's like the, kind of like the Apatow theme of comedy has kind of taken over. He like set a precedent for people to copy and they do of like a lot of goofy dialogue back and forth and back and forth and joke and joke and yeah. joke and joke. Very riffy, very improv-y. Yeah. And that, and <clears throat> that's just kind of like the new generation of it. But like, yeah, I, when we were kids, I loved like the timing of so many jokes smashed into one. I mean, Dumb and Dumber is arguably my favorite comedy of all time. And every single line is a joke, even if it's not hard on the nose. Simple stuff. Like Sanj and I were talking about it yesterday. Like simple stuff when he's like, those skis yours? She's like, yeah. And he's like, both of them? Both of them? I mean, that's such like a, (laughs) it's such a great throwaway joke that I think, I don't, they don't, we don't really do that as much anymore in our comedy films are like, they're like semi-grounded. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's weird. They're like they used to kind of be like totally in space and nobody cared, and now they're like they have to have some kind of 
love reality based yeah. to and them. Some kind of heart. Yeah, a little bit. We, yeah, we want, like we I was on the plane back from Italy, and they and I um, popped on uh, cock blockers, blockers. Or, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I watched that on the plane yeah, recently. I, too. I, yeah, and I, was yeah. like, I was like, I'll watch this. Yeah, yeah it's I'm on the gonna, plane. I'm I mean, not gonna pay for this in the theater. I mean, it's not a Redbox movie, <laughs> no, but no. I'll watch it on a plane for free. But I was watching. I was like, yeah, they have to like instill so much weird heart in that. It's like it, it could just be hilarious. I, I, like I've never watched a comedy being like, "Where's the love? Yeah, and where is the turnaround love?" And aspect? you know what? Where's the lesson here? Guys? Where do I? Need, I need to learn. <laughs> I need about... to learn a little something with my uh, comedy. I don't. I never understood that. But you know, that's just like the temperature of corporate of like commercial comedy now. That's just what like that's what they're putting out. And you have to be like also a famous non comedian to be in comedy films. I feel like all of them have people that aren't comics now that are just like huge names. Like what's that movie Tag? And Jeremy Renner is in it, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, Renner? he's an action guy. What are yeah. you talking about? Why is he a guy in a comedy? But he's got a funny side. He's a goofball. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it, but what, I mean, whatever. I just, I mean, know. yeah, I mean, the amount of we're mo- very careful about what we're saying because we want to be in all these. Movies. I know we're like, if Jeremy Renner's watching this right now, we will gladly <laughs> yeah. be a supporting role in I mean, one of your funny I mean, movies. I'm cool with whatever happens I mean, because I'd love to be. I in mean, it. Hawkeye is dope, dude. <laughs> I mean, Hawkeye, he's pretty funny, dude. Like, if you think about it, he's pretty funny. Like he's it? pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, uh, but you know, the, the the commercial comedy world is it's just different. I, I like the more goofy. I like what you liked. We like. I like more like goofy, pratty. Um, I just love that. And we're like, talking about Chris Pratt films. Yeah, we love specifically Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt films. We yeah. love. <laughs> that is where the term Pratt fall came from. Was yeah. Chris Pratt actually? He His great great grandfather. Uh, yeah, yeah. He learned. He he got hit by a car, and everybody's like, he's doing the Pratt again, and he died. And uh, that's how the yeah. phrase started, but uh, no, I like I like those kind of like like Stooges. I loved Stooges when I was young so much. Oh yeah, I loved the three Stooges. I, I just love that. What like, do you think of Shemp? Hmm? <laughs> 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 What's going on with Shemp? That's a great. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. What'd you think of Shemp? What'd you think of Shemp? What's going on with What's Shemp? What's going on with Shemp? That's a question that nobody's asked <laughs> yeah, in never, many years. Ever, ever actually. So what's going on with Shemp? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, I remember, just remember him being so unlikable. Yeah, he. Yeah. Like where I was like, how is he filling in yeah. for one of these guys? Yeah, just not like no. Uh, <clears throat> there was nothing endearing. I think there's there's like something about slapstick comedy that like you really have to fall in love with their goofiness, and if you don't like fall in love with their go- them be, the goofball in them. You kind of like check out. You're like, yeah, you're like I'm not buying into this. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, something I about even, that. I don't even like the guy. Yeah, but if you like the guy, they can get away with anything. Oh yeah, like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You just kind of like, it's funny. It's yeah. So it's even if it's so stupid and you know it's dumb, you're still like, I don't care. I really, really like him. I think it's funny. Yeah. There's like, there's people. Like, I mean, that's modern modern comics. Same way. There's guys that I don't care what they do. I always think they're brilliantly fun. I mean, like I think Galifianakis is funny all the time in everything. Even when he's not being funny, I just love him. I think he's so lovable. He's like so easy and fun for me to be like, I- I'm in, I'm in with this Well, guy. his special, uh, is it the Purple, Purple Onion? Onion? Yeah, oh, man. In San Francisco, was so good. But I mean, like even on an interview on Conan, like when he goes and does Conan to promote baskets, I, I just, I'm in. Every time I see him, I, sm- I smile and I'm like, I'm in, I'll watch this guy. Yeah. He just is so funny to me and like sweet and nice and honest and I, I just that kind of comic. I'm just like, oh, I wish I. That's like what I would admire to be. When you're like, you, he's not trying too hard all the time. Oh no, yeah, you're just like, oh, this is just him. Yeah, he's just being fun. Yeah, yeah. He's just having a good time. Yeah. When you see people go on tonight on late night shows, and I've done this on TV, and you're trying so hard, 
it's so weird because you're like, it's not really you. Because you're like trying to be entertaining and, and trying to be like, oh, I want to tell you a story. And you just want to be up and up because you because you want to come back or so. You know what I mean? Like oh, you want to like you want to you make a good impression, make a mark. Yeah. yeah. But once you're good enough, they're just like, you're good. You'll just come. You know, I think I was on the road once and I think uh, you were on Corden. James which, Corden. Yeah. yeah. With uh, with uh, Jim, Carrey, Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, I mean, obviously for you, that's a surreal moment. It but was. Like, so. For me, being like a friend of yours and knowing you over the years and stuff like that, like it was a super surreal moment for me because I'm like, like I think you tweeted or something, and I was in my hotel room and I was like, I'll oh, check this out. And but then whenever like it was actually happening, I was like, what? Yeah, it, it was very weird. There was a moment that it was very, very weird. Like we were in the before you go on James Corden, you're upstairs behind the audience and you like walk through the audience. Yeah, and there's a picture wall. Um, and there's a photo booth and they want you to take a photo before you go on. And Jim was like, come on, let's get a photo. And so we did a photo together and then it only prints one and they pin it to the wall. And I was like, God, I, w- I would love to have that photo. Yeah. But I, I, as I pin it to the wall, as they're pinning it to the wall, I'm like looking around and I'm like, I just took a picture with like my childhood comedic hero who was my boss for two years. And then I'm like backing up and looking at it for, you know, looking at it from literally 10 feet away. And the amount of, famous people i was like this is so weird and surreal you know yeah. it, it was like it was like ryan gosling and you know what what whatever it was just like i'm like what what, <laughs> what like, why am i on this wall it's so it was so i was like i do not belong on this wall of these mega like tom hanks i was like what am i doing but it it that it was a very surreal moment that kind of checked me harder than anything else like I, it's it's something tiny that makes me go oh my god it was that these photos of their faces, these like smiling celebrities. Well, you see it all in one spot, and it's a little overwhelming. You're like, "Whoa!" This everybody was right here and doing this, this doing thing. what I'm about yeah. to do. It was very odd. That that's kind of been the weirdest of all the things I've ever done. Did you get nerves before you went on? No, it's just like stand up. Yeah, yeah. Like you know when people talk to you about stand up and they're like, hey, "You get nervous," and you're yeah. like, "I mean, f- when you're young, you do," and then at some point you just kind of check out. Yeah, I mean, you just those nerves aren't there. The the anxiety and the excitement is there. Mm-hmm. Like I get excited to go on and do anything live, but I don't. It's not nerves. It's hard to articulate what it is. No, I know. I know what you're saying. It's I like mean, a, yeah, but it's hard for for because people to whenever I, yeah, whenever you start off doing stand up, I feel like you have a huge case of the butterflies where you're like, oh my god, okay, uh, I don't know how this is gonna go. What's right. going on? But then like as you progress and you've been doing it a long time it parlays into an adrenaline rather i think that where you're like i'm excited to go on stage and i'm just like excited to get out there yeah ju- yeah you, yeah you get it's for me it's anxiety people are like you know like when i go do shows with rogan and he does you know 3800 seaters 4000 seaters i kind of pace right before i go on not cuz i'm nervous because it's like it's like i want to jump out of my skin i'm so anxious to like go well, and then the moment that you get out there, you're like, oh, it's almost like a breath of uh, fresh air when yeah. you get on the stage. But the uh, five seconds before, you're just like, come on, come on. I just oh, want to go. The lead up always for me, like the day of a big show or yeah. something, that's always the worst. Oh, it's totally. never, It's never. Never when it's about show. to happen. Right, yeah. right, right. I'm, like, I'm always like. I get to I get to do my thing now, right, right. but like the lead up is like, oh, it's agonizing. Just, like, let's get this all over totally. with. I want to get on that stage. Yeah, it's it's like um uh I, when I did stand up on Conan, that was the same thing. I remember being in the green room with my friends, and I had some people in there, and we were just chilling and hanging out, and it was so relaxed. And then I got behind the curtain, and by, when I got behind the curtain, I was like, oh god, I'm a, like I'm a little anxious, like I'm a little kind of like not nervous, but like 
I was feeling buzzed a little bit that I was like, oh my God, I'm like a little anxious to do this. And then the moment the curtains open and you walked out, it was like, it go disappears. Yeah, it's so nice. It's weird. People think that when you get on stage, you're going to be like, uh, that that's when it's going to strike you. But it's moments before. But the moment you physically land, to me, I'm, then I'm like, okay, I'm free. Yeah. yeah like you, you're almost like, I can't do wrong. Because you've, you've prepped. I mean, you've been there before. When you're starting out, I mean, oh my God. When you're starting out, it's like the whole time is a nightmare, kind of. Sometimes you're just like, I'm nervous before I get on. I'm nervous when I got on. I'm nervous about what I said when I get off. I'm nervous in the car ride home. I'm nervous in the drive through at Burger King. I'm nervous in my driveway I'm at nervous home. nervous after every line that I'm like, did I, was that the right choice? Am, Am I, I an idiot? idiot? Why did I say that? Did well, I say I him know. and I meant her? Oh, no. Yeah. Was that the wrong tense? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I remember thinking about names when I first, I remember thinking about, because if I make up a story and I say a name, I usually use the same names. Like if, if, if I listen back to my old stand up, uh, I'll use the same names. I always say Karen for a woman, Steve for a guy. It's it's weird. They're, I've chosen these names and I don't even know I why. had to switch a couple of my names uh, because uh, I found out that... Um, I found out that... Uh, what was it? Maybe a Jessica or something was used a lot in stand-up. Jess- for whatever the name reason. Jessica? The name Jessica. Yeah, like other comics had... Other comics yeah, were yeah, like yeah, had yeah. like... They would use Jessica as a girl's name or something right. like that. So I'm like... And you had to stop. I was like, mental note. <laughs> Jeremiah is going to be different. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, change up different those names. enough, dude. You need to change up. Dude, change up keep, your stuff. People keep telling me, Jeremiah, you need to differentiate yourself. You do. That's what I've said. Your style is... Your style, your look, your style, cadence, your look, tense, cadence. stance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... What name thing. do you use now? Uh, I've been using some Tiffany's lately. Tiffany's a cool name. Um, God, there's so much specific, there's so much like um, uh, important weight on a name of helping out the funniness of the joke. Oh yeah, it's I've been so using. Uh, uh, I've been going between for one of my newer jokes between Tyler and Trevor. Trevor, Trevor's really funny. Yeah, Barb for me is a funny woman's name. If that's, it's anybody over Nana's forty, name. it's Barbara. Barb. It's always Barb. Yeah, yeah. If I'm referencing like anyone forty plus, I'm like it's Barb. Yeah, because Barb is quick and easy and. I don't even know where I got Karen from. Karen's just a funny name to me. Like I couldn't take names from my real life because my family's names, like my my uh, super Irish on my mom's side, mm-hmm. it's like Eileen, Kathleen, Sheila. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like the guys' names are just like old school Irish Catholic normal boy. Like like Andrew, it's like Patrick, Tim, Michael. You know what I mean? It's like boring white Catholic name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I needed a name was like <clears throat> something that like had some weird weight to it and karen for some reason to me was like well it gives you a, a imagery right away yeah a i know karen. i know I who karen like, is everybody knows a, a karen right. oh it's karen oh that's that karen mm. but it's also karen is karen karen can be this oh fuck karen's here or it can be like this did you hear what happened to karen <laughs> like both of those for some reason work so well but when you do it with other names when you do it with like mary or well, I, yeah, Mary kind of, but like something more common. Like if you do something with like, did you hear what happened to Mary? Hear what happened to Mary? Hear what happened to Mary? She fell down the hill again. <laughs> that's that's uh, she bol- broke, that, she, uh, this she, is a really bad impression. She broke her hymen. She's going to hell now. Broke her hymen. Hymen. The, the hill. The, yeah, she the lost hill. her virginity to, to, <laughs> to, to a hill. rolling hill. <laughs> that would be in somewhere in a Catholic law where it's like, and if you lose your virginity to a hill, you'll also go to hell. You have to uh, uh, do. Twenty Hail Marys for that I saw, one. There's, a, there's an old, um, there's an old, uh, there's another Instagram meme site, and uh, I don't remember which one it is. Maybe it's Grape Juice Boys. It's one of, the, it's something funny. But they put out like fifty memes a day. They're like a, I mean, it's like a machine. And there was one this morning where it's like a sex ed class from like the '80s, and the woman is like, <clears throat> or the young man is like, 
what happens if you want to have sex before marriage? And then <laughs> the woman leans into him and goes, well, then you have to be prepared to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, like Pantera kicked in afterwards. It was awesome. It was just like, I, I just think like that, the, like, uh, that that whole like scaring uh, scaring kids thing that like I grew up near in the, in the Irish Catholic world I is grew so up with mean as well. It's so mean to do to people like like the ma- like masturbation is like uh, the worst thing in the world. Oh yeah, and you're like why did they why would they put that out to make people feel shameful about the most natural urge ever? I mean, ever. It's the most natural urge that a human has, other than like eating, sleeping, and shitting. Hey, man, tell a tell a school shooter to rub some more out. You know, yeah. I mean, everyone should be rubbing some more out. Rubbing, I mean, rubbing I mean, a little bit more out. Maybe, I think maybe that won't is, be so pent up. That you know? is really unprofessional. That what? your phone is on. What, Jeremiah? We've talked me? about it. We've talked about this a hundred times about oh, your phone. No. Oh, <sighs> one of the. Uh, oh man, one and of the. This is why. And this is why. <sighs> This is why the business is falling. One of the producers is calling into the show right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Then that is very appropriate. Oh, uh, no. Hello? Did you not turn off your phone? I I, I booked Andrew Santino for you on the show. Mm-hmm. And you didn't turn off your gosh darn phone, Jeremiah. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to... Um... Uh, I, this is really embarrassing. I, 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 uh, you know what? Let me talk to Santino right now. Do I talk to him? Talk, 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 talk. Hello. Hey. Hey. This is Rigsby. Hey, Rigsby. How are you? Well, I was good, but I now I need a new host of Jeremiah Wonders. No, I think I don't. I don't think you need to replace him. It's a simple. It was a simple accident. It wasn't that Santino, big of a Santino, can yeah. you be the new host of Jeremiah Wonders? No, I don't want to take over Jeremiah. Well, I, you're trying to like. We got to keep the name. Oh. But we want you to be the new host. I mean, what kind of benefits do you think I'd reap from this? I have to get back to you on that. Well, good pitch. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I think I'll do it. <laughs> that easy? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's. I really didn't. Uh, All right. I really don't care about uh, about really earning anything. I just. I really, I really like the idea of stealing a show from a friend of mine. If I'm being genuine. And that's the Hollywood boy I know is you, the God of Jess. Love you, Riggs. Love you. Hey, Riggs. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm sorry, dude. I was one I... of the producers of the show. Yeah. Um, uh, it was embarrassing. I thought, I th- I really thought I had my phone on silent. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> you think one thing and you do another, but... Uh... <sighs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at this pizza shirt because I think I saw it. I've seen it before. Yeah. Is it for somebody? Is it for something? Does it mean something or just pizza? No, it's just pizza. I didn't know if it was like a band. Oh, slimy cheese, <laughs> dude. Have you listened to Slimy Cheese's new album? They're so tight, dude. They're a little bit <laughs> underground, but they're about to be above crust. What is that? That's a uh, above crust. <laughs> That's a uh, six roni. What's up? Six, we're six Roni. Six Roni. Seven Roni. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, six, seven. Three, four, five, six, seven. Seven Ronies in the house. We're slimy cheese and the seven Ronies. Slimy cheese and seven Ronies. Seven cheese. Uh, slimy cheese and the seven Ronies would be great. Yeah, that sounds like a metal band. A t- yeah, it's, it's or a, a punk band. Punk band. Yeah. yeah. Sli- slimy uh, cheese and seven Ronies. Very, very. Uh, but if they say it hardcore fast enough all the time, nobody knows what the, what it really is. Mm-hmm. Like if you say slimy cheese seven Ronies. People would not know what they'd go. I don't know. I think I don't. I don't know, but they're dope. What kind of music is that? Uh, it's like it's like 
it's like kind of Ramones. It's like Ramoni, but kind of also kind like, of yeah. It's got a little bit of like Blondie in there. It's really they're all over the place. They're man. really they're, yeah. We love them though. They're really fickle with uh, their choice, and they music. change their lead singer like every week, all the time. And uh, they don't have a drummer. Uh, it's a really really hodgepodge. Yeah, it's just like a, a drum machine that they just like on a keyboard yeah. that they that they an loop. old Yamaha fourteen hundred. They just boop 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 boop. Dude, 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 dude. A slime is in a running out on you say Listen to me, got the pizza today. I know you want my slice. Guys, dinner's ready. Mom! We're recording. Can we just, please, can you give us a couple more seconds? <laughs> that fight, that, that yell downstairs fight. That don't, don't pick up the phone because I'm on the internet. I don't. Kids will never know what that feels like. Yeah. Please don't pick up the phone. I'm on the internet. Yeah. I remember behind my bed that the the um, the phone jack was behind my bed in my bedroom, um, and I would have to like <laughs> pull my bed away from the wall to <laughs> switch exactly out the to switch about. out the jack. I mean, yeah. it was like such a stupid like it. The placement was awful. It was like under tucked away in the corner of my bed. Like I wish I had a visual of it. It was just such an unfortunately dumb placement of whoever wired it. It was nowhere near where you would put like a desk in a corner. It's like behind, behind tucked under my bed beneath this like weird. Even outlets in old houses, houses yeah. did not make sense at all. Ever. They were so stupid. They were always strategically placed behind a piece of furniture. Yeah. And you're like, and, and then the logic would go, someone would go, well, then you guys put furniture there. It's like, that's the only place the furniture yeah, would go. That's where the bed goes there in the room. There's no other place for you it to be. Like, go underneath your bed to plug <laughs> right. in the alarm clock. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> There's something so stupid about that. Yeah, my, my parents' house. Or or there's so many outlets that don't get used because you're like, where? why would I plug in there? What would I plug in in the hallway you know what I mean? Like in the middle of the like the linen closet hallway where like the towels are. Where am I plugging in there? Yeah. And then where you need a plug, there's like there's no there isn't one. It's just a two prong. It doesn't even have yeah. like the third <laughs> yeah, thing. You're like, happen. I did what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't even plug it in. Uh, we are sorry, sir. Is it's it French connection? It. It's, it's a French yeah, it's European. This is a French house. Is it French house? Yeah, this is um, Chicago, Illinois. Well, yeah, it's a bit on American soil, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. French uh, the French Revolution. The that French has Re nothing to do with the building no, of this I home. I mean uh, we have French construction workers, it happens sometimes. <laughs> we actually put the wrong wiring in the house. Yeah. It uh, it's uh, semi uh, semi on purpose, uh, semi carelessness. Uh, you yeah. know. Some of it is uh, just a joke and a ha ha for us. <laughs> Wait, we see the Americans move in, we're like Good luck. <laughs> but they don't they don't laugh that much. So the French haha is just like, hey, I put the uh, I put it in a unfortunate place, and the guy looks and goes, ha, and yeah. then they carry on. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's <laughs> a quick cough laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a cough laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's my that's my favorite. Do you, do you have a cold right now, sir? Or are you? Uh... No, no. What? No. I. That's uh, how I laugh at everything. Look at this uh, saxophone. Do, do you need some some Kleenex or some some Claritin or no no perfectly fine oh you just no do do do, do you think saxophones are funny I'm not really sure that, are you coughing or laughing I'm very confused and concerned I'm a little bit honestly simply enjoying the uh, the sheen <laughs> it's nice is it. <laughs> 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 that French guy is getting off on the uh, <laughs> on the shape of the saxophone. Is uh, just the way they uh Yeah. <laughs> I saw, there was a woman that laughed on the flight back from Italy, and then she laughed. The, her laugh was so funny it made me laugh. You know when someone's laugh is so funny, 
I don't even care what she was watching or thinking about, but it was so fun. I had to laugh with her because it was like such a, like a bo- It was like um, boisterous. Yeah, baritone laugh. It was like that. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was like a big woman, like <laughs> and it was a woman like four seats back. But it just made me laugh because I'm sitting there like I hear it once and I was just like. <laughs> You know, I do one of those things, and then that can't be real. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she kept doing it, and I was just like, <laughs> it got in my head, and I kept hearing it like, <laughs> it was just like, it was like very operatic almost, where it was like a building of a laughter, and I just it got me, it got me. Like sometimes people's laughs get me more than a thing that I see that's funny. Like sometimes I'm like, if I see something with someone that's funny, yeah, and I'm kind of like, oh yeah, ha ha ha. But somebody else's laugh will just sink me. I'm bad I, with I that. I wonder what that, like, with a laugh like that, what that woman would even sound like. Oh, you know what? I think she's actually calling in right oh, now. Oh, she is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, hello? Uh, uh, did you recently uh, fly on a, uh, a Delta flight? Yes, I did. I flew, yes, I flew Delta 425 from Rome back to Chicago, Illinois. Wow, uh... I was just talking... Uh, and I heard that uh, the gentleman you had on as a guest mm-hmm. was making fun of my laugh. And let me tell you something. I love my laugh. I'm proud of my laugh. And people like you are just so disrespectful for making fun of the way that I enjoy life. You know, honestly, I thought you were going to be a uh, uh, a way more welcoming person. I thought you were no. you'd have a good sense of humor no. about your laugh. It's not funny to laugh at someone's laugh. I'm just kidding. It's Sandra. No, that is my laugh. I'm embarrassed about it. Sorry, that was a character. Sandra? I'm in an improv class. What? Yes. yes. You've been taking improv, Sandra? Yeah, groundlings. And, what? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the flight. Um, I saw I saw Andrew Santino. What? Yeah, I saw you on the flight. Wow. Uh, Why wouldn't you say anything to me? Because um, I'm in love with you and... You're in love with Andrew Santino, Sandra? Hello. Hello. Oh, I we, did we just drop that call? Wow. I re- I was about to get like a love confession from a stranger that I kind of met on an airplane and I feel like Oh, she's calling back in. Oh, good. Hello? Sandra, we lost you. It's Sandra's husband, Mike. Oh. You guys flirting with my lady? Not certain, not at all. Sandra was. Uh, I'm just kidding again. It's Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a good one. <laughs> that I'm... Groundlings is really paying <laughs> yeah, off. It is. It I really, really is. thought you were a man. Yeah, no, no, it's me. It's Sandra. That is paying off. It's only nine thousand a month to do Groundlings, by the way, <laughs> and I think it's worth every dime. Wait, so you uh, have you been using a credit card? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, and they just increased my um, limit, which is great. Did they yeah. really? It used to be a hundred thousand. Now it's nine million. Wow. Yeah, I can spend it on anything I want, and I have been. Let like trips to Rome. No, no, I didn't. That was all on points. That was all on my husband, <laughs> my ex-husband's points. Wait, what happened with him? He left me. He left me for my sisters, plural. He two, both of my my twin sisters. He left me for my twin sisters, like which a, is weird because they're uh, my twins. You know, we're three we're three girls, and um, that we're all twins. So I know that sounds weird, but it's possible. I grew out of one of their arms. Wait, so you're still considered uh, a twin, though, and well, not? They were the twins, and I and I was I was connected to one of the girls' bodies. So I was connected to, to my to my second sister, born. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was connected to her arm, and then they sliced me off, and uh, I'm the run of the litter. They're both normal size, full size women, and I'm uh, two foot seven. Hello. I'm sorry. Uh, I had to collect myself. Uh, okay. First, you're uh, two foot seven. Two foot seven. And you have uh, that powerhouse of a laugh. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it comes from just a hardship in life. You know, sometimes you you take something bad and make it good, and so uh, I just enjoy, I enjoy life. I enjoy I enjoy uh, I, I just enjoy. <laughs> I just, it, I just enjoy life and laugh. It sounds like you're living life to the fullest of a two foot seven person, you know? Well, are you making a joke at my expense? No, not at all, Sandra. Because it'll cost you. <laughs> Get it? At my expense, it'll cost you. <laughs> yeah. you. Like I said, the Groundlings is really paying off. It is, yeah, and I'm paying them off. I'm paying them off to let me roll through to level two. I'm on level one. I've been on level one for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I shouldn't. I shouldn't be talking bad about. Uh, we 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 lost Sandra. Yeah, she's um, gone. She's gone. Uh, sweet lady, though. that uh, very sweet. Yeah, very, very sweet. sweet. Two seven sounds Any, a little insane. It's so funny. That's such like an insider like like industry. Oh my like god, ground, yeah. the Groundlings thing, but it's so, it's so funny and on point. Oh my god! I mean, I, I can't count the number of people that that like people that come up to you after shows that are like love stand up can never do that. You know, I did I did improv for a couple of years. I feel like everybody took an improv class. In LA, yeah, at it's some insane. point. It's insane. I feel like, dude, even on the road, I mean, even when I go to like other big cities that they're like, you know, I used to do, um, I had an improv troupe in college or, or sketch group in college. I feel like that's such a common theme for like young people that want to get somewhat into the arts that they're like, yeah, just do an improv. Yeah, one improv uh, thing. Dude, the, the amount of people that I've had come up to me after shows that tell me that they uh, used to play saxophone is unbelievable well that's because so many kids did band i think everyone did band yeah and i think a lot of people well but it's also annoying because you actually play sax Mm -hmm. so it's weird when that's one of those things when someone says something they're like you know i used to play sax and your brain cynically goes did you right you know like come on i i I, that's like me going up to a professional basketball player and be like you know i uh, was pretty good in high school played a little bit of ball a little uh, bit of hoopty hoops in, uh, in high school high school lebron yeah. so uh, <laughs> and lebron is like that's awesome man that's good to strap up and you. jump out here with us like nah dude i got my I, I this weird like, sciatic nerve yeah, weird, that's kind of yeah. slipped a disc a couple yeah. of years ago uh, yeah you no, play discus actually too i play disc track. golf yeah, yeah i disc play disc golf, golf. Uh-huh. Uh, and i'm pretty good at that, but i threw up my rotator cuff yeah whipping you know disc golf was a big thing in my uh in my high school years i had a bunch of friends that played that Frisbee golf. I, yeah. I was fascinated how I, I could, I just did not want to do it. Everybody was like, you got to come try it. And I did it like twice. And I was mm-hmm. like, I just couldn't get in. It was so awful. Like, yeah. how can a Frisbee at Chains in the Woods was so weird? <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it's like, I want to play Frisbee with another person. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm throwing it, I want to get it reciprocated back. I don't want to like huck it and go get it and then huck it and then. Like it's just not do, the same. Do me too. Come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> the chain. I'm just standing at <laughs> like the chain. You're just waiting on, for it. Come on, hit me. Come on, hit me. I'm ready. The regular golf I like. I play regular golf. I like that because I like hitting a thing. That's fun to hit something. Everyone likes hitting things. Yeah. That's why. I mean, like hitting something is always fun. Hitting it far is fun. But just like I never, I never got into throwing in the woods. You got to bend it around that tree. Also, everyone that plays it's such a pothead. It's like everyone is so high. No one plays it not high. It's just a true stereotype. Nobody plays frisbee golf. You don't sober. know the ergonomics of the earth to get around the tree into the chain basket. <laughs> well, let me explain something. The altitude of the wind right now. You're like all these terms are wrong so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> First of all, the height of the temperature is going to actually okay, undercut I'm, the I'm weather pattern. That you're, you're talking about height of temperature, yeah. uh, and it's right now it's 94.8, which obviously is the internal core temperature of most weather trees. So most weather trees are going to have more bounce back, more rubber effect. As we all know, 94.8 degrees. 
degrees is 3.2 uh, degrees away from 98 degrees, which was a band, band which a actually band. factors in whenever you it's listen, and then you bend it around with the circumference of the, the disc, which puts it right into the chain of Straight the through. levity of the gra- gratitude of, of the fortress. Yeah. So um, you guys want to play or? No. 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 We're no. Yeah. We got to go. We got to go. We just came to tell you guys. I feel like those guys who are are super into disc golf are the guys who have been harassing us to go to strip clubs everywhere we've been walking on the strip. Yeah, that's the same guy. It's the same guy. Yeah. Hey, man. Tits in your face? Tits in your face. You want some tits in your face, bro? Everywhere we've walked. Everywhere we walked around Vegas. Tits Tits in your your face? face? Tits in your face, It's the same script. Same script. They got the same copy, and it was like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like printed out everywhere. It always goes, what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? Strip club tonight. Mm -hmm. No? We say no. We go, no, we're good. Thank you, man. Tits in your face? You don't want to see tits in your face? That's the script. Tits in your face? Question mark. You don't want to see tits in your face? Question you know? mark. And then we have to go. And then it's like a bully factor. Yeah, and we're like, well, I mean, it's not that we don't want to see him. I just don't want like you currently. To no, no, come on, man. I'm gonna take you, dude. No, I don't. I don't want to. No, no, I'm gonna take you, dude. No, I don't. No, are we're you, good. Are you gay or something, man? Let's get some tits in your mouth. No, dude. I don't want. No, I just we're we're dude, walking tits in your eyeballs right now, dude. I don't really want tits in my no, eyeballs. No, I'm gonna put boobs around your cheeks. What do you think? I mean, I just feel like I don't, I don't, I don't need you to help me get breasts on my no, face. No, man, I'm the middleman. Okay. Okay. So what do you provide? If I can go physically to the strip club by myself, what are you doing, dude? I provide the boobs. You provide the the cash. I could just go to one by myself, right? Uh, no, I got like a limo service right there. But I could just get a cab or an Uber. No, man. Uh, there's like glitter and there's uh there's leather on the inside of that limo. The glitter and leather? Yeah. There's also a TV in there. <laughs> I don't need that. It's like a five-minute drive. I no. just I feel like I don't need that at all. Get in the car, man. All right. <laughs> runs, runs away. <laughs> Officer, he's trying to make me put tits in my face. <laughs> I'm married. I can't do this. <laughs> and the cops are like, get in the cop car. We'll save you. And then we get in, and he's like, you guys want to go to a strip club? <laughs> yeah. No. no! <laughs> You get captured by a cop and taken to a yeah. strip club. You get kicked in. <laughs> they, they arrest us like you're under arrest yeah. for not having enough tits in your face. For not having enough testosterone. <laughs> you stab you with a needle with testosterone. <laughs> we just start punching each other. You start eating beef jerky and grabbing boobs all around you. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. This is what I like. <laughs> Tits in your face, yeah. It's such a rude. It's such like a. But it's also, it's also they're not nice. It's funny because they go, they're not like I would get it if they were like, hey man, strip club, and you're like, no, and they're like all right, whatever, and they move on, or they don't say anything back. If you go, peace no. be with you. Yeah, oh, wait, <laughs> also what? With you? maybe I do want to go there. That guy seemed pretty nice. <laughs> but every time they would go, they go. This guy last night he was like, why don't you take our phone number? Why don't you take my phone number down? Uh, I'll get you guys there later. And I was like, no, we're good. And he goes, fucking, and then did that thing and walked away. It's like. I don't know you. I don't yeah, and owe also, you anything. I don't want to take down your number. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, want your number. I don't give my number to like people I know. Yeah, like, I would, like there's many f- people I hang out with that don't have my number that I just see out and about in the comedy world. But like some stranger is just like take down my number, dude. Yeah, man, hit me up. I want I want to be able to have access to you. Yeah, man. Any anytime I want. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so crazy. No, that's a uh, next level. No, I'm good, man. Thank you so much. Peace be with you, and also with you. <laughs> we should go to that religious tit bar. I think you know that's something that's a theme thing that could happen really well. You get blessed with tits. <laughs> you, have to, you, have to, you have to bless uh, with the one dollar bill you have to <laughs> before you put before it in your g-string <laughs> <laughs> you bless her <laughs>
I mean, technically, a, uh, a G-string is half of a cross. So. That's exactly what it is. It's literally what it it's is. A- yeah. <laughs> and it's supposed to remind you every time you get one in your face that it's like, what, what you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. You should not be doing this. What would, you know, the J-Man do? Not this. No, not that. <laughs> not that. No, I can't imagine he would go to a booby bar. No. No. Let's get into this next segment. Yeah. Fanning out. Fanning out. Questions from fans. I reached out to people on Instagram and Twitter and asked them if they could ask Andrew Santino oh boy. any question, any oh question at all. What would Were it be? Mean? Were they mean? Oh, I only deleted a couple. <laughs> <laughs> There's always people, that, no matter what. Ask him why he sucks ass. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to ask him that, but why do you suck ass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is from uh, at Rai Dune. Uh, this is oh, uh, I know, I know him. Yeah, yeah, comedian buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'm, this yeah. got the most likes under. Oh, so oh, I was yeah. like, all right, I'll ask all this right. first. Is Jim Carrey losing his mind? No, Jim Carrey's not losing his mind. <laughs> people, uh, he lost it forever ago. No, people like to people because of these interviews that he was doing, like at like uh, which I love, by the way. Me too. See, that's he's playing with the format. Yeah, I think people just don't get that he's just being. He's just being a, a comedian. I think there's a weird level of fame as a comedian that you reach and that people um, want you to always be the same funny that they that they like. And then yeah. if you once do, they get used to a certain kind of style. You have to do that all the you time. You have to do that the rest of your yeah. career. And Jim doesn't do that. Well, Jim's like the best at... We spoke about this last night in the green room. Yeah. Jim is infamous for like throwing out a really brilliant act and just like trying weird new shit just because I think he I think he gets you know I think he gets tired of things and I think that's why he acts that way on those red carpet interviews is probably what people are talking about when they're like he's so weird about like this universal truth I mean whether or not he believes that on a personal level from like an existential uh, you know and from an existential viewpoint um, he also is doing that because it's fun (laughs) like it's fun for for him to mess with the interviewer people that don't know I've I haven't been in TV that long, but doing press junkets and doing um, interviews, it's, it's so miserable. Like I, people don't understand. You do hours and hours of people asking you the same so dumb what, question. What's your shtick? Yeah, yeah, and you're like, what? <laughs> oh how do God. I how do I even answer that? that? Yeah, you can't. So so if a guy like Jim, who's done it forever and done like I mean probably tens of thousands of interviews. Um, you kind of just get bored of it and you want to do so. And I, even, even I, when I do like a day of press junket, by the end of the day, you're like, you just want to be like a goof or different or I don't know. You just want to, you just want to change it. Cause it gets, it's, bo- it's so boring. Well, They're we, so boring. Well, I had so much fun going with you to do those, those press junkets, me, you and Sandro. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. So we did the morning news. We did the morning Vegas. news in Vegas and Santino's acting so ridiculous like this this big personality and he's having me <laughs> like do stabs on my sacks after he makes corny <laughs> jokes like <laughs> it was so fun and because the, the morning news is so boring it's so hard to like make and they ask you the same questions and they're always like so um what's your comedy like it's like what that's, that's, that's not a, even that's a valid question such a hard question. question anyway because like i like whenever people ask me that question i'm like well i you know i i'm a physical comedian and you know i I don't know. Mixed with observation, like what do you what do you want me to what, say? The, the, the most unfunny thing in the world. Like, oh. the most unfunny thing in the world is explaining comedy. Oh yeah, it's the most unfunny version of a, what is it, I, dude? If you, if I have to tell you, you don't know and you're right. never gonna like it. You're That's not the on dumbest the thing in the world. Yeah, but yeah. So we went and and um, 
And when we got to the news station, Jeremiah had his sacks around his neck and Sandro was there and they didn't expect, they just thought it was going to be an interview with me. And I was like, these guys have to come on on camera. And they were freaking out. Yeah. I mean, th- it was just, just the a- fact that it wasn't going to be Santino alone. They're only prepared for yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, not prepared because the questions are so vague. Like, um, so you've done work on Showtime. <laughs> What? Yeah, it's what, like that's... the minimal effort of like looking at an IMDb page yeah. and, and being like, not even. It, a lot of times they don't even know what you are, or who you are. That's fine. I, I, I'm not saying like you should know me, but like make up something fun and unique to ask. You know what I mean? Be yeah. Like be like guys in Vegas. Um, what's your least favorite uh, casino on the Strip? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a fun intro to anything. So give me something stupid. You know, like yeah, like you know what I mean? Like what? I, like I like I want something to engage me to like get a conversation going about something else instead of like, you know, so you're, is it two shows, two shows tonight, two shows. So when you do comedy, um, is it hard? <laughs> yeah. Where yeah, do you get your be. jokes? Where do you get your jokes? I write them. All of All them? Of them? <laughs> it's like, always yes. the same stupid thought. Like, yeah. So we went on there and Jeremiah was piping on the sacks and then, uh, and then the weather guy was like doing his, and then doing like his, I guess like doing his like kind of free form of weather because he was like really loose and Jeremiah just walked behind him and was you should post that video and he's oh, like wailing on I the did. sax oh I you did. did you did yeah, yeah yeah like wailing on the sax behind him and the guy at one point he's they're smiling and everyone's laughing and at one point he goes it's really uncomfortable <laughs> and it's like my favorite moment it's so cringy he's like he's like he's so genuinely flushed oh yeah he's like a little uncomfortable uncomfortable <laughs> that's what makes those things fun is is having a good. I, Doing press and radio and all that stuff to promote stand-up, it's just so hard. And when you're by yourself, it's like it's so boring. So yeah. it's good to have friends to mess around with to make it light. It made the day so much easier. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. Thanks, Rydune, for the question. Yeah. He's um, not crazy. He's not losing his mind. Yeah. He's, he's having fun. He's just having a good time. He's playing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he's literally just staying in the pocket and enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. At Jer Willard, uh, did you write any of the stand-up bits on, on, on I'm Dying Up Here? <clears throat> um... That's a hard one to answer because they write stand-up for us for 1973 and 74, but we kind of tweak it and add like little things, and we we all kind of helped shape. Myself, Magical, and Eric Griffin are the stand-ups on the show, and we all kind of like put our influence, I guess is the best way to say it. The second to last episode of the second season um, was totally improv and that was all me. Um, I mean, I wrote a few jokes beforehand, but there was no, there was a light script for, there's a scene in a biker bar when I'm um, talking shit to a, a group of uh, a biker gang. And um, that was really lightly scripted. And they didn't, we just had to make fun of them. And uh, the director was like, just go nuts. And so I went nuts for about 30, 40 minutes. I just riffed on these guys and just lit them up. And they used a bunch of good, fun stuff. But it was all, that was all me having a good time. But the first season was really, I stuck to their words because I was like, they want it to be this way. Yeah. It's really hard to make somebody else's stand up funny in a character not you it's way more difficult than i think people think that's why a lot of people were like stand up on the show is not funny it's like well first of all it was 1973 yeah it's so supposed to be it's, a different it's era a different era to different time it's a different cadence and everything yeah it's just it's just the rhythms and the styles and and the the formatting was much different than it is now like people are used to storytellers more now and it was a lot quicker faster jokes very like oh, straight super to the point, broad more one liners yeah yeah they were quick out go gone you know uh, something about my wife hey uh, right 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 yeah it had it had to be so um so yeah yeah that's uh, we i wrote we wrote we we helped manipulate a lot of them yeah 
Uh, this next question comes from... Ooh, uh, is it? <laughs> I want two more coffees. Two more coffees. Yeah. Um, somebody's asking you to do your Bobby Lee impression. I don't know. No, my Bobby Lee... Well, I mean, that's just me and Bobby. When we fight and when we joke around, I, I mock him on stage. It's, oh, it's yeah, like extremely yeah. racist. It's very funny. Bobby's one of my be there. best buds in comedy, and I so, we love... He loves um, bringing me up on stage at the comedy store mm-hmm. because he... He loves, he's like, this next guy's a redheaded freak, <laughs> disgusting, orange beast, piece of trash. Like, it's hilarious. It's my, it's, it's, there's nothing more fun than when your friend brings you on. Yeah. There's nothing more fun because they can say anything and you love it because it's so, it's so genuine versus there's someone you don't know. It's hard because they're like, this next, this guy's funny. Uh, you'll love him. He's, so he's here all the time. It's, it's, like, uh, it's just Jeremiah Watkins. 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 Yeah. It's hard. But when, but when Bobby and I, Bobby will say just awful shit about me and then I'll get up there and I'll do just like a very cheap racist impression and I'll go, I'm a Bobby DeRee. You know, I'll be just I'll yeah, like yeah, mocking yeah. him and he sits in the back and he laughs. That's my favorite is on his oh. way out. You're like, ah! You'll hear oh, him in the back his dying. Laugh. Oh, it's my so favorite. So funny, dude. Yeah. My uh, Bobby Lee. I'll give you a better impression. I do Ben Glebe. Oh, I always, Ben Glebe I was, love you this. know that impression. Oh yeah. my goodness. If, for people that don't know, look up Ben Glebe. But, uh, Ben Ben talks with this kind of like slight, slight. Uh, let me. Uh, hey Ben. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, hey, what's up, Jeremiah? Hey, how was uh how was your how are your shows this weekend? What this weekend? My my comedy shows. Yeah, your comedy shows. Uh, <laughs> probably the best ever. I mean, I every show sold out, top to bottom, front to back. I did probably forty eight thousand minutes on stage, crushed, killed, murdered. Got off stage, ate a steak. Had a shake, had steak and shake. Where, where are you at with your politics right now, Ben? Um, basically, Trump is getting under my skin more than anybody in the world. I just hope he's. I want him to be assassinated. If I'm being honest, I don't like him. I don't know him. I don't like him. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Trump. Well, you like Trump? No, uh, no. No, I, I hate him. I would fight you for him. I would choke you out and fight. I did a show at the Improv. We got so mad, so heated. I wanted to kill one of my guests, but I didn't do it because I'm on TV still. Well, I, I went to your birthday party this year. Yeah, uh, no, it was great to see you. You were in the photo booth. I saw that. Did you go? Sw- did you swim? I wasn't one of the people who swam. No, you should have swum. Should have swum? Yeah, swimming's fun. You gotta swim. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> that's a loose. That's a loose one. I do it. I do it tighter when I'm when after I've heard him when I listen to him and I I can do it back. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Usually I avo- I can't do impressions of famous people, but I can do impressions of people I know. Isn't that weird? I mean, that's the, the weird to me. I can, I can do an impression of someone I've heard, like a friend, yeah, or someone I know, but I just can't do famous people. I got when I auditioned for SNL, I, they were like, I went to New York to go test for SNL, and they said, "Can you do impressions?" And I literally said no. I did my own original characters, and all those characters were based on people in the real world. Yeah, but it's it's. Did I, you do any impressions during? The uh, did you stand up or did you do straight characters for all the, characters? Uh, all characters, all characters, yeah, all characters, all characters based on you know real life characters that could have been incorporated into the show, but no impressions. You're like, I'm just doing original. No, I told characters. them that yeah. they were cool with it, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't do no stand up at all. I didn't want to do stand up, although, like, you know, some of the bits are like very stand up y, you know, they very like they have that, like, they're naturally going to have that format to them. Like, well, one of my favorite characters was I did this, um, uh, I did, uh, uh, the world's most claustrophobic elevator attendant. And that was my favorite character to do. Because it was like this really nervous, like very inverted, tight, clenching, like... <laughs> and people would get in the elevator and go, what floor? 
like 30, 32 <laughs> all the way up you know and i would just get <laughs> and i hit that hit 32 and and i'd be like ooh ah, 16 ah, bah, bah. speed it up <laughs> and i would start to like <laughs> and then as it kept climbing i was like ha, 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 oh, oh, oh. i started yelling as loud as i could until the doors open and the doors swing open and i'm like ah, ah, and i'm screaming and i'm like ah. 32 this is your floor uh, that was my favorite because it was based on uh, this, a re- like a real guy that's an elevator attendant at, at a friend's building that he, he looked so nervous. Like he was like a, such a, like a uncomfortable person. It was like, that's the guy you put in an elevator? Yeah. Was the guy that like clearly is like, not, he's not like loose and chatty. Like, how's the day? The weather's pretty good. Da, da, da. No, it's like, he was like, hey, <clears throat> so, uh, where? Nine? All right. And he would like hit and the doors would close and he'd be like, Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't handle it. It was just like, what a terrible job. Why would you do that? A claustrophobic elevator attendant. So that was my, yeah. So I did all characters like that. I did, I did a ton of characters. Like one of them based on my dad's best friend. <clears throat> this guy's big, heavy set guy from the South. He talked with a deep old voice. Boy, he called everybody boy. Come on, Andrew. That's what he'd say. He was in North Carolina. And he, I mean, he was a high school football coach. Uh, that like he's that's just like the most high schooly football coach, um, voice that you could have. Like he was that that boisterous of a guy, but he was a high school football coach, uh, a high school football coach turned. Wait, what? It was a high wait, high school football coach turned ballet teacher. That's what it is, a ballet coach, right? <laughs> toes up, toes up, boy! And he was just yelling at people how to plie. You got a plie, son. I just thought it was so stupid. Just the contrast is great. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah, but you know, I did a bunch of characters, and uh, I did a ton, I did a ton of characters. No, I can't do impressions. I don't know why. You're great at that. You can do that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're fantastic at that. It's a, such a it's such a it's such like a uh, a thing that clicks. Some people can really because some people can just do it, and I just I well, don't I don't have that. You're great at voices, though. Yeah, so I it's can like, do characters. It's like, well, it's like I feel like it's so close. I feel like it's honestly, it's just like a. Uh, that's I don't know. Be, it's a mental click because I think so? like I I can't I, for some reason I like characters because I they're all based on real things that I know and the celebrity thing is so like it's almost like I don't know how to say it it's like contrived it almost feels like well like I'm stealing something in a weird way or I don't even know it's very odd but a character that I can pull from the real world that just is like that's so easy because it's like I hear it well, well there's such a wealth of. Uh of backstory there if you if you if it's based on somebody that's real like then then you can be like oh i've seen them or heard them do something like this and then right. i can just keep writing or improvising from around that right. where celebrityism it's almost like they're they are sound bites of themselves well, so those are my least favorite impressions whenever it's uh whenever it's just a strong voice but there's not really Anything point of behind view is it. just like right. it's just a voice. Well, that, I mean, that's the biggest. That's the downfall of a lot of impressions. A lot of impressions is like when there's. It's just like, oh, that sounds like him. Like but the materials. Uh, like every once in a while, you'll see a, a sketch on a show where it's just like, yeah, the impression's great, but like, they just put him in a weird scenario. You know what I mean? There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah. like. No, it's got to have some depth, some fun depth to it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got to have a like a like a. Um, it's got just got to have a good backstory. It's got to have a fun story. But that's yeah. why, like, for me. I love characters more than I ever love celebrity impressions. Like my favorite stuff on SNL's history or any sketch show was always original characters. Cause I yeah. just thought like, well that stems from someone so genuine and honest and real and fun. And, and those, those are where the movies are made from or from the original always, characters. Always. always. Yeah. I mean like Farrell's, he had so many good, you know, 
the the, the grill dad get off the shed. I mean, it's oh. such a simple, but that's like such a real guy. Mm-hmm. Or or um, uh, when he worked at the at the. Uh, <laughs> The fashion store. Sean Hayes was on. He's like, we're going to Milan, and he came in on that roller oh, scooter. And that. I mean, it's just like that was so funny and original. And th- those are the original characters to me are just so easy to love because you either know that they're real or you really want to know the person. Yeah, you're like, I want to, I want to like see more. But celebrity impressions for me, I was always like, no, eh, it's kind of fun, but you know, I don't know. It mm-hmm. never, it never makes me laugh like original characters do. Was. Now, we mentioned nerves earlier, like uh, with with going on stage and stuff like that. Whenever you're testing and everything, and like you met with Lauren afterwards and yeah, everything, yeah. What were, what was that process like, like internally? It was just fun. Yeah. I was just so excited to go back to Thirty Rock. Like after I flew to L.A. after I auditioned, and then they they called me to come back. Like to, it was just awesome. It was just so fun to like be in that world and meet everybody and say hi and people that I've admired for years, people that I think are incredible and uh, that I'm like, you know, I was just, it was, it was awesome. It was an awesome experience walking the hallway and... Well, you told me what it was like uh, uh, earlier in the week. Uh, you told me the story of like being in his office and uh, it sounded like you were just like cool as a cucumber. You know what I mean? Well, I think he, he made it comfortable for me. I mean, I think it was just like, I think people are very intimidated by Lauren and rightfully so, I guess, because his po- the power's in his hands to like make you. And... I just didn't have that vibe from him. I felt super comfortable and like he just wanted to talk, you know. And I think the, I think it's always like the first thing out of their mouth is going to set the tone, not their demeanor, because people's demeanors are some people are just unique. They sit weird, and you know what I mean. Like they're they may be yeah. a little uncomfortable, and they're not as open as you think they should be. And like, oh my god, what does this mean? But his was more about the first thing he said. He was like, "You're from Chicago," and I right away I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a great conversation," just because he, you know started it with something he was familiar familiarizing himself with and 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 attaching me to something that he can relate to relate to yeah, yeah it was like that he knows a lot about and he can yeah, talk so about that, yeah. that to me made it so like it was it was wonderful and then we just chatted and chatted and chatted um and then he gave me my test results and turns out uh <clears throat> I'm uh turns out I'm gay so that's that's what I got out of it <sighs> yeah 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 well i'm um why don't you turn the camera off? Happy. Uh, Why don't you go up and turn the camera off? Like, like right, like right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the loudest gulp. The loudest gulp. Wow, that was really, really good. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm all, I'm impressed, but I'm also like nauseous. Like, like I might throw. Up, yeah, I might just. <laughs> All right, um, what's other questions? Are we doing other questions? What are we doing? We'll do this last question. Yeah, then last we'll, question. Well, then we'll do, uh, we got to do sack stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to yeah. share a story yeah, yeah. of a sexual encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. so funny. Uh, most of these questions, <laughs> I usually avoid um, other stand-up comedians asking questions, uh, but these are the is, most is, interesting ones. Is it ones. just all stand-ups? No, no, no. It's actually, there's a ton of, of questions. Uh, rifle a bunch off about, and we'll see what I answer. Okay. Just rifle some and okay. we'll see what, we'll, we'll see what, uh, what comes uh do you play rock and roll? Uh, do you enjoy selling Sprite? Um, what was it like working with Jim Carrey? Is he present on set a lot? Talk about Naperville. Constipation or diarrhea? Andy or Drew? Uh, uh, what's your favorite moment you've seen on Kill Tony? When do you say no to love? Any similarities with uh, your character you play on I'm Dying Up Here? How long have you been doing comedy? How did you start? 
uh, do all redheads eat their boogers? That was one of the stump, the dumb ones. That's um, actually a really good one. So, uh, That's a really good question. <laughs> do you like playing a bigger comic? Um, what's your favorite Mexican soccer team? Adam Ray asks, why didn't I lose my eye that night? We sang Christmas songs. Oh, that's an uh, that's an amazing. Did you ever see that video? No. Adam Ray and I did like a like a Christmas Carol song, but we wasted like a Christmas Carol soundtrack, and we taped it. We filmed us doing like a like we wanted to do Christmas songs and just get like just housed, and we got just super fucking drunk. And his roommate drove us to a sound sound studio, and we recorded like Christmas songs for a Christmas album, <laughs> shit faced. And Adam was so tanked. <laughs> That he, he was like, in the middle of singing, he just fell. Like, I think he just like fell to pass out. Yeah. And there was a drum kit and he smashed his face. On uh, the drum kit? On a tom. Yeah, dude. And he gets up and he's like, Am I bleeding? And his head was open. <laughs> just gushing blood. And I was like, Oh my God, Adam. Are we rolling still? <laughs> dude, we, yes. And then, of course, like the guys came in, the producers came in, they're like, What do we, what, what's going on? Is everything okay? And Adam's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And we kept singing. That's <laughs> <laughs> my Adam Ray singing. Uh, yeah, man, that was here. I'll, uh, some of the questions I heard were like, um, "Do I like playing a bitter comic?" No, I no, I hated it. That was the hardest thing about doing. I'm dying up here. I really didn't like that. That was very tough. It's emotionally draining. I think people don't understand what it's like to like. Well, when, you got to carry that energy yeah, all around. the time. When you play angry, you get angry. When you're filming and you're doing that for 12, 14 hours a day. Um, what when someone's like um, he's playing himself uh, when when they say people play themselves, um, it's because a lot of times you get casted as a thing. This is not the case. I'm not that. I'm not that angry of a guy. I would say I've got some anger to me, but like I'm not that guy. Like I'm not yeah. that like. But but you you kind of sort of do take on some of those characteristics when you take it home. It's hard to leave that at the door because it's every day and emotionally getting beat down um, on film is. Um, it's tolling on your personal oh, life, I'm it, sure, too. Yeah, yeah, it Did is. Did you find yourself being a little bit more irritable, like, around your wife and stuff, like, after you'd I be on just, set all day? I was just day? more irritable in general. Yeah. I just, everything made me mad. I, I, my stand-up was a little bit darker. I was I was not having as much fun. You know, that stuff always happens. That stuff always happens. Whenever so. I was filming a, uh, I did this movie years ago, uh, there was like a suspense thriller film. And while I was filming that movie, like I was supposed to be seeing things and freaking out. And I had to do those takes like a lot, like day after and day. You, and you would. Whenever I would come home, dude, I swear <laughs> I would be seeing stuff in the corners of the room and yeah, stuff like that totally. because I was doing it so much like repetition yeah. you be, you 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 um you definitely do embody some of those characteristics so no i didn't really love playing a better comic i enjoyed um i enjoyed the emotional roller coaster arc of the first season that i had to go through to get what i got which i thought was cool but the second season was a lot was a lot easier on me i didn't it wasn't as um i wasn't written as much uh a bitter and i wasn't my character was a little bit lighter on the show in the second season so no yeah i know i didn't i'd rather play i'd rather play someone having like a great time I did a couple things this year that'll come out that I had so much. I did, I did Benji's show, uh, Benji and Esther show together. Yeah, I did an episode yeah. of that, and I had so much fun because I got to just be so fun, um, so fun. I play his, uh, I play a guy that works at um, his brother who, who's Dalia. Uh, I work at their real estate office. Um, oh my god, that was so fun! I just did a movie with uh, Marlon Ackerman and Jane Seymour, Dion Cole, um, oh, man. Chelsea Peretti. That's amazing. Dude, it was a f super fun cast. So, I mean, so fun. And that I got to be so fun. I just got to have, um, 
I just got to just go free. And when you get to like just re- have a good time and find a fun character, you really are in a happier mood. I mean, the end of the day is so much nicer because you're like, God, that was fun. Me and Chelsea Preddy were just, we were just screwing around the whole time. I mean, she's, she is so funny and so fun to hang with that like it just made it fun. And her and I had this whole back and forth thing going because her character is this like holistic chakra, like bless the peas, bless the beans. Feeling the energy around yeah, you. Yeah, it's really, she was so yeah. funny. And I'm this kind of like douchey, like uh, Orange County guy who's just like, I mean, like uh, I'm investing in CrossFit gyms all over the country. I feel like if you're not doing that, you're like behind the times. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we got to, and her, our, our, our competitive nature uh, as like comedians is funny because you're back and forth thing, but you're complimenting each other. Yeah. So yeah, I, my favorite stuff to play is, is, is a, is a fun character or a weirdo or a goofball or, you know, an idiot. I'd rather play an idiot, a goofball or a weirdo any day of the week than absolutely. than someone who has like a lot of emotional baggage. It's just hard sometimes to do. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. It's tough to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, but, uh, but I'm dying was fun, and I'm uh, maybe it'll do. Maybe we'll do it again. Maybe not. I, I shot another pilot for another show, and I can't talk about it. But it's it's so so funny, and I hope I hope they want to do it because I would love to do that show. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I get to be I get to have a, a, like a lot of fun on that. So we'll see. Who knows? Nice. Otherwise, I'll just be on the road with Jeremiah, just <laughs> hanging out. Just uh, playing Papa Shot and pool on the weekends and uh, we, we away from our wives. We played Papa Shot. We played Papa Shot. Someone had, someone, the record was 84. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took it on on my own. Like, f- I spent 10 bucks. We spent like 10 bucks. Yeah. And <clears throat> I did four times. And the highest I got was 72 by myself. And then Jeremiah and I were like, that's it. We, we've got to do it together. We have to beat this. Mm-hmm. And we did five more dollars, so five times, <laughs> and we definitely beat it, and it did not give it to it us. It didn't give us the credit. I was so angry. And we needed it to go over the high score. We tied the we high tied score. We tied the high score. That was so annoying. We're like, we we know for a fact that we made more. <laughs> we were know. killing it. We were murdering. We were we killing didn't it. <laughs> we didn't miss. It was like one <laughs> after the other. <laughs> and then it was three, 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 three,
Let's get into this final segment. Let's do it. Sax talk. Sax talk. Oh, sax talk. Santino's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet sax underneath. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was junior high. It was a house party. All my friends were there, you know? Everybody was hanging out, just uh, having drinks, drinking illegally, drinking illegally. You know, it was eighth grade, uh, about to go to high school, about to be the big dogs, you know? Sneaking booze from our parents, and uh, there was a woman, uh, there was a woman, I'll be left nameless, uh, was on the soccer team. A great soccer player, great legs, thick, muscly, beautiful, long, long, dirty blonde hair. And uh, we had had, you know, some conversations about maybe uh, smooching. And we uh, made our way back to the bedroom. And everybody knew what was going on. We were in the basement. We were in a friend's basement. And everybody knew they were going to go hook up. And we walked into the room and we laid on the bed and we kissed and we kissed and we kissed and kissed and we kissed and um, we took a break because it hurts your teeth after a while. It started to be painful on our teeth. And then we started kissing more and we just kept, we kissed for about an hour and a half. Uh, And I was um, as hard as a rock and it hurt so much in my jeans. And I uh, went under her shirt and felt uh, felt her boob. And I uh, unbuttoned her pants and I um, began to touch her. And I touched her for about another 35 to 45 minutes. And uh, at some point, um, I didn't know when to stop. And... Um, Beautifully, sweetly, softly, she stopped kissing me and pulled away and grabbed my hand that was down her pants, and she said, that's enough, Um, it hurts now. That was my sexual encounter. Thank you. So, so it just ended? That's a real story. Yeah. That's a real story. Yeah. It just ended. Yep. She said, it, that's enough. It hurts now. Um, <laughs> you don't know when you're young how to hook up and you're nervous. So when you're in like junior high or early high school, I ki- you kiss for like forever because you're like, when do I start doing the next stage? Yeah. What's the next? What's the next step? What's the next step? But, I, but yes, I, I touched her, um, touched her boobs. And then when I started to go down her pants, not getting too explicit, but like you just don't know what to do. You're just so nervous. You're yeah. nervous. Yeah, you have no idea. You're so innocently nervous that you're like, I want to give this person pleasure, but I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> I mean, it was the same way with girls. Like, if they if they give you a hand job, it was just like like violent or tight or like, and they just flog it around. I mean, they had no idea what yeah, they're if doing. Just like jamming around and just like. Yeah, dude. And she said, "That's it. That's an um. That's enough. It hurts now." And, and that's I, when I came. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> that was the most. It was the most like, I was so embarrassed. But like, what was I embarrassed about? But I just felt awful. But she was, she was smiling about it. She was like, "It's okay. It was really fun." You know, it was fun, it was while, fun we while we were doing it. Lasted it. for the last <laughs> six hours. I mean, <laughs> the sun came up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So we started at 9 p.m. and we ended about noon the next afternoon. Um, it, yeah, no, that was a. It was. <laughs> I had such a huge. Yeah, you crush have on a her. rat tail by the end of. <laughs> I'm, bra- I'm braiding my hair. Yeah, yeah. That I had such a big crush on her, and it was such like a, such like a. Is this the end of? Did uh, you guys ever fully hook up after that? No, that it was, was it. the end. Yeah, that was the end. Yeah, man. but rightfully so. It was like the junior high, when you have the sweets on somebody. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't really like. Yeah, it was like the sweets. It was like this cute, like we both were crushing. It wasn't like I really like you. It was more like we're gonna like maybe make out at a party. It was like that kind of thing. Yeah, and we did made out at a party. Yeah, that was a that was a that was my first touching a girl down there experience. So it was pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> it was really bad. I think I had a similar experience in college. Uh, I went down on a girl for too long. I just didn't know. And she's just like tapping your head. Well, like. I didn't. I didn't know that she, if she wanted to have sex, truthfully. But like we were like hooking yeah. up, and I didn't know if she was comfortable having sex. So I just was like, I'm not going to try to have sex with her because I don't think she wants to have sex with me. Like I, I was so in my own head. She was much prettier. She was much prettier than any girl I had hooked. She was way out of my league. And I remember thinking, she doesn't want to have sex with me. I mean, she'll make out with me and we'll hang out, but yeah. she doesn't want to fuck me. <laughs> and so I remember going down at her and thinking, should I try to make a move? And I didn't. And I just never did. And then long time afterwards she was like I can't believe you didn't try to like have sex with me like I wanted to have sex and I was like yeah I mean I should have known that given the fact that we I were I just like going down on girls <laughs> yeah. I don't like the sex part I just sex like sex is gross sex is gross but like if my... I could just look you for for like 17 hours like seven, I would be in heaven heaven, heaven. <laughs> yeah no I, I was so nervous she was so gorgeous so I was like hey, she doesn't want to fuck me I'm ugly I was like she don't want to fuck me there's no way but she was like we were naked I was like I know but I still was like Dude, I put yeah. I was still like, no, she yeah. But whenever you're a teenager or whatever, you put all these mental weird barriers. Totally, yeah. On yourself, yeah. I mean, I I was freshman year of college. I was like, I I was just like in my mind. I was in my head about it. Like I had already had sex. It's not like it was like just my first time. It was just like I thought for sure a girl that pretty doesn't fuck guys like me. She's like, I was like waiting for her to be like, I don't fuck guys like you. And like, like, oh, I get it. I don't uh, fuck guys like you. Okay, sure. <laughs> I just assumed that was like, yeah. I was like, pretty girls don't fuck guys like me. They like, they may like tug me or we may make out, but there's no way she wants to have sex with me. If yeah. I would have tried to have sex with uh, the girls who I went to uh, college with, um, it would have been uh, middle-aged divorcees because I went to night school. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeremiah, you want me to take you home in my Taurus? <laughs> um, I'm good. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, I'll just... Uh, Why don't you bring your sex? Um, hey. I, your sex. What's wrong with your eye? Uh, oh, I have a stroke. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Should we go to the hospital? No, no, this happens once a week. Will it pass? Oh, yeah. Um, if I start drooling blood, just uh, put me down on my back. Wait, uh, I'm starting uh, to feel uncomfortable. Uh, it's gone. <sighs> <laughs> what a babe. Well, dude, you is hot, man. <laughs> And that's how I lost my virginity. <laughs> I cleaned up the blood and went to town. <laughs> oh, this is going to get blogged about. Hello. Dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank uh, you. Is there any final things that you want to plug upcoming? Um, yes. I've got... Uh, well, go to andrewsantino.com. All the tour dates and stuff. All the tour dates. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to... Um, well, I'm doing a few dates with Rogan, uh, but those shows are sold out like crazy. Heck so yeah, man. come to my shows. I'm going to be in Philly... I'll be in Philly uh, the first weekend of August. Then I am going to do um, Madison, Wisconsin, Chicago, Illinois, 
um, Calgary. Uh, yeah, I'm jumping around a bunch. Great. But yeah, come go to andrewsantino.com or Cheeto Santino on Twitter and Instagram. Go to andrewsantino.com and you'll you'll find the way to everything. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Love you, buddy. Thanks for Love doing you. the show. Thank you, babe.